still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2-0. What's the story? Are you not happy or? Stay to be happy about. You're up 2-0. The job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Jobs Not Finished podcast. Now, this week, you know, it's an exciting week. I am half vaccinated. There's <laughs> that. Um, it's it's Ramadan, so I'm fasting. And then the most exciting part is we have a guest um, on site once again. And it's always exciting to have a guest on the podcast physically here. You know, no shots at anybody that did Zoom. I really enjoyed those as well. But I've known my guest that's on today since high school, and back then I knew him as like a culinary expert, you know, a martial artist, um, someone who was really skilled at Tekken. Uh, it's not proven that he could beat me yet in Tekken, but uh, uh, he claims to this day, you know, that he can. Maybe he can, I don't know. But um, nowadays he is a 3D animator. Um, he's an artist, a screenplay writer. Um, I still to look at him as a martial artist, Tekken legend, but I'm really glad that he was able to make the time to come on a podcast. So thank you so much, Tyler Gutierrez. How are you, bro? Hey man, what's up, dude? It's good to be here. I like I like what you got going on. I watched a few, uh, some of them. I watched one with Jack. Oh, wow. I saw the one with that guy about um, GameStop. As well. Oh yeah, I nice. Checked nice. it out a little bit. Um, yeah, it's just it's nice to be here, dude. Nah, man, cool. I appreciate that for you awesome. coming out and for even checking out the episodes. Shout out to Jack. Um, so animation, man. I mean, did I get that right? Were you doing culinary in high school, and now um, is that accurate? And then you did the jump to animation post, or were you doing animation back then as well? In high school, I actually started dabbling in some of uh, animation on the side. So, you know, I, I, I heard of software packages like Blender. Uh, they even have, there's this one called Source Filmmaker. And uh, it's basically, it came from Valve. It's a, it's a game company. And they made their own little software package where you could animate the video game characters. And then once I started playing with that, I was like, man, like, how do I get good at this? Like, this is something that, that's really interesting. And you can make your own little story and, and animate the characters that were like they pre-existing characters that were like from the games itself, like Team Fortress and like other Gmod stuff. It, so that's where like some of the inspiration came from, aside from movies and video games. And it's like, oh, there's something I can just grab for free and just start messing around. And I was like, holy crap, like this is this is like this is really cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I really resonate with that because I do enjoy writing as well. And growing up, I was like, only if I could draw, I would do like comics or something or try to turn into like a cartoon. So um, it's really dope that you were interested and just took that jump went into animation. Are you like an artistic person, you would say? Like, are you skilled at drawing? Or I, I'm not really that good at drawing. No, man, like man. I'm really not. Like you don't, to be a 3D animator, you don't really need to be the best draftsman. Like you really don't have to be. There, there are positions out there where you could, where you do nothing but storyboard and be a, thumbnail artist but is it like absolutely necessary and required like to be a 3d animator not really not really so kind of if i was to go about it like tomorrow as i mentioned i did like writing i couldn't take that jump i would love to learn animation um so if i'm asking right now tyler what's that first step you think i should take i think you should quit while you're at it <laughs> <laughs> just no but if you really wanted to dive deep into it all, all i can uh, this this seems to be a lot more like of a general thing in life it's nothing like what you would expect. It's nothing like, so you're going in there and there's a lot of data that you're going to be looking at and you're going to be like, what, what 
And once you get over that technical hump, like, or that, or that learning curve, you'll be all right. But if you really want to get good at the craft, just get, just worry about being good at the craft. Don't worry about too much of the tools they have, like in the, in the, in the shelves or in the options buttons or whatever. Just worry about trying to like animate good. Like just, okay, you, 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 off of your, we use like video reference or we use thumbnails as reference. We look at it and we mimic, um, we mimic the posture. We mimic the gesturing. It, it, all of art has to come from life. So even like animation has to kind of be using reference and always, um, always using that as a way to be like, okay, like where, where am I going to start? How, am, where am I going to end? And that's, that's basically, that's, that's really all of art, you know? So do you have a preference, as you mentioned, with the reference points in terms of are you doing it more so for like, would you prefer video gaming or like you know, television animation? Like, do you have any preference for that or not? I like feature animation and, and that's that's basically full length CG film oh, wow. animation. And that's like, but those 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 studios have like, like dozens and dozens of people working. And that's fascinating because if they if you have like, let's say you have 40 people animating like. It's gonna. I mean, throughout the whole movie, right? You separate the shots, and it's all got to be in the same style. So you all, you all have to go to a director or a supervisor, and he's like, "Okay, you, you need to do this. You need to do this differently," and that. Um, but that's that's feature. You could do VFX. You could do feature. You could do video games. You could do. There's other forms of animation too, like pixel art, or 2D. Um, but yeah, yeah, you can. Whatever it is, just learn to get good at it first. So I, I, I have a little intro for this podcast and right now my goal is to have like an animation when I start it, like for the YouTube video, obviously for audio listeners, you're just going to get the audio. <laughs> but um, so my goal is to have a little animation. I was looking into it. I like Fiverr just to go on, find animators. And it seemed like, first of all, it was way out of my budget. Like for even a 30 second animation, it was going for like over two grand or something just to put that together. Um, yeah. So in, in your like estimation and your work in the past, just how long do you think even like a 30 second sequence, like. Because I know it's 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 a labor of love, right? With animation, I assume. So, how long would you think, like, even like a small sequence would take to put together? Dude, like five seconds is like, dude, like you need a day. Oh At least, man! Like, like you, if I, I mean, like it all depends. It it all depends. It really all depends. What is the character doing? Like, is he sitting, or is he? Is it like depends on how complex, how complicated it is. Um, like, for instance. Uh, there's a, a monthly challenge for animators. It's called the 11 Second Club, and they give you a month. So you have a whole month to do 11 seconds. That's like about 270 frames worth of animation, and and uh, each frame is like 24th of a second. You know what I mean? So you, everything you're doing is so detail oriented. It's gonna take time. It's gonna take time. Matt, so with all that detail going into it, do you think? someone that wants to go in and actually take it seriously needs to take it like a career or can someone, as you mentioned, like that much time that you need to stick to it. If you are working a full-time job, trying to do this on the side, do you think there's opportunity for success there? You need to treat it like a second job. You need to treat it like a second job. If you're going to do it, if you're going to work hard at anything. You need to treat, treat it like a second job. I agree. I agree hundred percent, man. Yeah. And so do you think uh, people would need school for this? Is there schooling required? Um, I know you graduated. Congratulations on that. But do you think someone can be self-taught, excuse me, and go through without school? I think you can be self-taught. I think it's gonna take a. I think it's gonna take a lot longer. 
for you to learn on your own. But um, regardless, you should be networking. Like you should find a Discord forum or or a channel where people kind of just come and collaborate, and you get it. Like hopefully, there's industry professionals also in that field if you can get a hold of them and like, hey, don't be don't be annoying or nagging or anything. Yeah. <laughs> be like really cool and be like, um, be nice about it. Like, hey, uh, I, you know, I've seen your work. I love it. I'm currently. Uh, I have aspirations to be a lead animator. Can you check out my reel? Maybe if you, have, if you have any feedback or anything like that, like just ask politely. Be cool. Try not to burn any is bridges. That, is that like your approach? That would be my approach. That hey would be man, my approach. Yeah. You want to see my hey. portfolio? My <laughs> boo. <laughs> but um, and how do you think the community is like? If you when you if you don't mind touching on that, when you reach out to people, is it like welcoming people? Competitive? How's it? It's very competitive. Very competitive. But it's also very welcoming. Like. If you have the if you have the skill and you take it seriously and people see that you take it seriously, they'll welcome you. They'll welcome you. You, you have a warm welcome and people really are very passionate about it. I saw something on your art station, which is pretty cool. I know people should follow you on Instagram as well. I'm going to link all that down below. But on your art station, you wrote that you do the 3D a animation and you also do the screenplay writing. Um, I think I saw that on one of your Instagram posts as well, that you're working on a project where you're doing both. Um, oh, yeah. First, how do you find inspiration to do both? Uh, do you prefer doing both? And, you know, how is that? It seems like it's already a lot of labor, and then you're throwing the screenplay in as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started dabbling in some screenplay writing just on, on the side, you know? I didn't get any formal training or anything like that, but I have a I have a book that's, like, like telling me, like, how to pitch a packet and all that stuff. I really want to get into writing stories as well as being a 3D animator as well. Um, and kind of seeing where, the, where those two will take me. Um... I realize that animation is sometimes, despite the amount of labor that you do, you can spend 80 hours doing like an animated project. But but if the if the story isn't compelling or if it's not appealing, people don't people don't care. People don't. It doesn't matter how much how many hours you put into it. It's like if the story's just like ugly and nobody really cares. All that work is kind of like yeah, it looks nice, whatever. But then so. I had a I had a big dilemma. I had a big dilemma. I was like, I want a strong story, and good animation. It's like, how do you get the two? I guess you got to sometimes be the writer, you know. And uh, you find yourself in this position while you're trying to learn animation, that you're you you have to become very inter interdisciplined between a lot of different things. Like say, if you're a student and you have to make a reel, you have to kind of write some of your stuff out. Like you kind of have to plan. You have to plan like you're a director. You have to plan, and you got to know how, you got to know good acting. You know, I'm not an actor. I got to know acting. Like when it is like I don't mm -hmm. know that. Would, yeah. Know? So that so there's a lot of like curveballs that, that get mm -hmm. thrown at you, and you're like, even when you learn how to animate, you're like, I I get the mechanics, but how do I like get the guy to say this line? It's like yeah. it's always a challenge. Always a challenge. Yeah, I did, um, you know, something that I like to do in my free time is like little case studies. So I recently did one on the acquisition between Disney and Pixar with their animation studios. And that is something interesting that I saw while I was reading in there where they said that the animators were saying they would actually physically like act out certain scenes before animating it. Is that something, you know, if I popped in your room one day, <laughs> I'd see yeah, you, you doing Yeah, you might see me doing that. <laughs> you might see me holding a prop too, like like a Zelda sword or something. Dang, man. Not to be like, like, a, like, a, like, a, nah, yeah. like, like a nerd or something, mm -hmm. but like, yeah, like sometimes you would need if you're using like props and stuff like it's good to have that reference so one other thing that i saw in there is that the people said they would prefer 
to be paid less as long as they had more creative control over the project uh, instead of you know being paid more and just not having any creative input what where would you stand on that hmm i know a lot of i know this plagues a lot of artists where it's like when you have an idea you want it to be yours and you want it to be like yes yeah, it's, it's my passion it's my idea and it's going to be mine um i think it works out better if you let go of that ego a little bit because you know if you're working for a studio uh, and you don't like what the director is telling you to do like if you if you make a suggestion and you get shut down like you're gonna have to swallow that real quick because it's it's your job yep. you know what i mean like you can't take it personally what's that yeah Sorry, what's that? No, obviously you just can't take it personally. Right? You can't take it personally. You can't take it. Per it's like it's your work. It's not you. It's, it's, mm -hmm. your, it's your work. It's not you. So you can't be like, oh man, like now I'm gonna go like and cry about it. I mean, mm -hmm. you could if you want. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nothing's wrong with crying, guys. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler's not anti-crying, man. I'll but, cry right now. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I I saw that um. You're doing your animation on Instagram. As mentioned, you have the art station. Do you have a preference? Is your goal to work with like a studio? You, I know you want to do like the film animation. I've, I've done a lot of freelance, but but like I want to get away from that now because it's not like sustainable. Um, at least not for me. There's some people who who like make big bank off of working freelance for like Disney sometimes. People, oh wow! I know some people who contractually worked for Disney, mm -hmm. like model stuff for Disney, and. Um, but you don't have to go into that. Um, I think studio is the way to go. It is a business, so be prepared to like. I mean, like you have to work your butt off, but you do. Sometimes you might have to learn multiple things, have multiple hats for like different situations. Mm -hmm. If you want to stick around, you don't want to get laid off, or because there's a lot of horror stories too. Yeah. Oh man, it's a business. Too. Have you experienced any horror stories? Or? Me, no, 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 thank God. Mm -hmm. But there's some. There were some moments where it's like you're asking, you're asking me to do what now? Like I'm, like yeah. I'm an animator. I can, I can do basic like lighting and I can render stuff out. But sometimes they're asking you to do these sequences that are like minutes mm -hmm. long, and it's like yeah. I'm by myself. I'm crazy. I can't yeah. do this. Like you need more people. Mm -hmm. Um. So I, that's. I think people should stay away from that. Like people, there's a lot of people who are trying to do their startup shows, and they're asking like. Some places are asking students or, or, or like one or two people to do a mountain of work all by themselves. And it's just, it's not fair. It's very, it'll be too much pressure. Yeah. Just to follow up on the paid part. I know, um, I, I read a lot about like Japanese animators, especially for anime. I watch a lot of anime, man. Oh. But, um, <laughs> uh, I see that they say that they're understaffed, overworked, underpaid. Is that yeah. kind of like the standard culture? Um, not to throw it all in a box, but yeah, do you see that? Is it is that the standard? No, but is that common? Yeah, is it's common. Like it's or or is that? Am I kind of speaking double speak? What am I saying? No, no, you're making sense. It makes sense. It's not kind of common, but mm -hmm. it's not like uh, it's not everywhere. It's not everywhere, but you you will hear about that. Like you hear crazy crunch times, people sleeping at their desk, or people going home, or, or like having very little sleep and immediately coming back and being there for like fourteen hours or something. Oh wow, that's and insane. That, that does happen. It does happen. And when it does, I heard it's like really, it's like really stressful. Yeah, I can imagine, man. Yeah. There was once, I forgot which studio, I think this was uh, uh, the uh, moving picture company, MPC, MPC for short. Um, I think it was in Canada. Um, 
after working on Sonic, I think they just shut the whole studio down. Like everybody just there were just laid off. So the movie? After I mean the the same feature studio that was working on its on a VFX and its animation, I think they just got they just shut it down. So it's not even there anymore. Oh, but well. like but like I mean after all that work, it's like you you would think you're you'd be secure. And then so that's that's just one of the scary things. That's a, one of the cons about this industry. That's just mm-hmm. one of the cons. Um, but there are several studios out there that would have no trouble keeping people. But um, it is a business. Yeah, man. I know. I used to play a game. Um, man, I don't want to butcher the name. I think it was Okami. Oh, Okami. Yeah. And then um, it was such a good game. It won all these awards, and I think the studio just shut down. And I'm like, man, I, like, yeah, what? what's going on? It's like, yeah. what's how does this happen? Uh, this this uh, industry is expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> it's expensive. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that is kind of a part of it. Like you got to sustain the software. You got to pay people salaries. Um, I'm hopefully I don't. I'm not trying to sound like this no, is no. not Let's the touch industry on, you should be yeah. going to. Is there? You mentioned the con. What's like your favorite part? My favorite part is honestly the gratification of doing the work. So like you you're going you're going through several hours of making something entertaining, and, and then when it works out, you feel like yeah, like you feel like a beast. You feel like. <laughs> I feel like a beast. Especially when you learn more too. Mm-hmm. You learn more tool sets. There are some tool sets that you'll learn and you'll be like, wow, this cuts my work in half. Like the the work sometimes is, is daunting and it's really comforting just to know you have a teammate or like teammates who are there and is gonna help you and you're all there to help each other and communicate what you guys could be doing. And that's like it's teamwork. And I think that's what makes it fun is the at least the company you have who you're doing it with. Yeah, I think like animators fall in that category of one of the most creative people out there. Because as I mentioned, like when I was trying to find an animator, I was just like, yeah, I want something like this to happen, that to happen. Can you do that? And they're like, yeah, I'll put it together. And it's like, <laughs> man, that's pretty cool, man. Like People could just do that because I can't. And then it's like, I wish, man, that's, yeah. that's creative genius right there. But to bring it back to kind of like jobs, if you don't mind touching on that a little bit, what do you see? I know you said um, freelance is hit or miss. What do you see in terms of... Um, working for like an agency or working for big studios, how is the job outlook looking like? Are animators in demand? Um, there, anima- there's a lot of positions to fill. There's, it's not just animation, but uh, there's a lot of positions that are open and it's going to continue growing for like the next, for like the next four years. I think it's going to be growing for like, like another 6%, like oh, wow. in, in becoming like a bigger market or industry um but there's there's a whole lot for you to do like you you could be a motion capture animator you can be a, a hand key animator you can be um what, what else was there you can be a crowds animator so like you develop animation data for crowds of people okay and there's all kinds of data you'll be working with that, that like everybody like disney does that for you know, with scenes, you got a lot of people in it. Uh, they'll ha- they'll take s- they actually use motion capture data. Mm-hmm. I think that there was like a stigma around like using motion capture because people I don't know, people are on their high horse, but I think every studio uses mocap at some point. So that's like when they put the things on you. Yeah, you, you got the they call it markers because they look like balls, but you don't want to say balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we put the balls on you. <laughs> yeah, right. so they use um, yeah they they use motion capture data every I think if you can afford it. Yeah, I would learn motion capture is not bad either. But even then, it's not final. Um, like whatever you record, you have to clean it up and make it look better and push it because sometimes there's a lot of data that 
the cameras pick up and it just looks like it kind of looks like too moving like too much <laughs> movement and too much yeah. jitter and you clean it up and it looks great how, how much um if you don't mind me asking like this the software the equipment obviously it seems like motion capture with all the cameras is pretty pricey yeah um what do you think like someone's average budget would be if they're trying to get into legit like animation um okay so if you're like a someone who's fresh off the boat and you want to like ah like i want to start learning Mm-hmm. I recommend you try and learn everything free as for as 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 long as you possibly could. College, if you like, right? Like, if, if there's any colleges that we could go to, mm-hmm. you 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 could. If you want to go to college, if you can afford it, because sometimes they're about ninety grand. Like, oh wow! Like in total, like throughout all of your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're even more, like hundred, hundred fifty. And that's like a lot to carry. That's not a, cheap. <laughs> yeah. But um, there are other alternatives that I, I recommend because I went to college. I'm not I'm not I'm not ragging on the college, but it's like there was a lot of stuff that you could learn and be from and be familiarized with sometimes just through a YouTube video. Oh, wow. It's just like, well, like I was here for like nine months. I didn't even start learning <laughs> until last week. You know what I mean? So like you don't want to be in that position where if you can't afford it and you're going there anyway and you're going to use student loans, like, please, like, like there's, there's alternative options that you can spend, like maybe a few thousand and you could take a whole, a whole, uh, like, like a shortened course. And it's like, but it's kind of fast. So you kind of have to be like up with it, mm-hmm. keep up with it and all that stuff. But free tutorials, read the help documents. Uh, Blender is free. Blender is free. Source Filmmaker is free. Although I don't recommend Source Filmmaker because it's kind of like a, it's not really industry standard. And Blender's not really industry standard. It's, it's used. It's used. It, it's free, but people, it has a stigma. Like, oh, it's, it's free. It's free to use. So it's, and it hasn't been around as long. So it's like, oh, we'll have inside jokes. Oh, you, <laughs> would you do randomness and cycles? Uh-huh. You know, like stuff. stuff. Yeah, free is always the way to go at first, especially with, yeah. man, I love YouTube, man. You can learn anything on YouTube, honestly. Obviously, there's <laughs> there is some specialized stuff you might not find on there, yeah. but yeah, you can, honestly, there's nothing you can't find on YouTube. Um, if you have gone through kind of like the interview process for like working with like maybe a bigger studio, for example, yeah. can you touch on like how that works? Because I assume it's very different from like, in, if I went in for an interview, like, oh, tell me about your... from Well, from what I know, from people I've spoken to... Um, it varies. It depends, like, if you're becoming, like, a rigger or if you're going to be an animator. They'll ask you sometimes specific questions. Like, like sometimes they'll even ask, like, if you brought your laptop or whatever, you, if you brought your, your data with you, they'll even ask you, like, hey, can I look at this scene that I saw on your reel? Can I look at that? And oh, wow. So they might look at it and see, like, what, I mean, I don't know how common that is, but um, they might ask you, if you, like, let's say, let's say you're interviewing for a video games company, like, They'll ask you what animation would you polish over the other one, and the like. A better answer would be, or the more correct would be like, uh, the one that gets seen the most, like like mm-hmm. a, like a walking or running cycle animation. Like I would polish those, and or shooting or whatever if it's a first person. Um, yeah, if you're rigging, they'll ask you very technical questions like how would like. Oh no! Technical. Yeah, yeah, like very technical. It's 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 also very close to coding. Oh wow! Being okay. a rigger, like there's a lot of th- tools that you could be creating through coding, 
and they might ask you like how would you code this or like le like let's can i see the line of code or something like that like that's that's to me is like scary <laughs> yeah man any kind of technical interviews are terrifying um now yeah. you need to know programming as well all these different animation is a lot when you peel back the curtain there's a lot more there's a lot dude a lot more respect for the for all these movies that i just watched outside of it nobody cares but it's great <laughs> yeah but I, now i feel bad like sometimes you watch a movie like some of these new disney animation movies you're like oh, that was trash but now yeah, you're like yeah it's like what's going on all this work into it i know it's like you spent 40 hours yeah you spent, you spent all this time and then that's why i never really say that anymore because once once i got into it i saw how much there was to it i was like I really like the creative, um, the creative work that went behind it. But sometimes the story, dude, <sighs> like sometimes the story is just like, oh man, mm -hmm. is, they did a good job, but man, I don't care about the story. <laughs> What's one way you think it kind of knocked out the park story and like animation wise? Um, Not to put you on the spot, man. Oh my God, I might get, <laughs> I might get in trouble here. No, um, I liked, I liked like, does it matter what medium? No, it don't matter. Don't okay, matter. okay. I really like the uh, the Lion King. Gro okay. Growing up, I liked the Lion King. I like Mulan too. Um, not Mulan too. Mulan <laughs> as well. But yeah. Did you like the live action Lion King? It's not really live action. It's not. No, it's CG. Oh God, I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. But. Uh, it's all good. Um, I liked it, but it was it was basically a carbon copy. It was basically like they didn't they didn't want to go for any anything different so they basically did a lot of a lot of shot for shot like there was a lot of mm -hmm. moments that were just like yeah this is basically just like they, a 3d version they took the songs out though right i think they took out one of the songs oh okay okay was, was it mulan where they took the songs out the live action mulan i remember there was a lot of backlash on that Why they, they took out a lot they took out a lot of context she was like immediately like the best like oh. right off the bat oh yeah she didn't have to struggle. Mm, so yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of that too. I don't know why they write that. Why do they do that? See, again, it's another thing. Like, what's up with the stories doing that? I don't understand. No, nah, I'm in the same boat, man. But now I appreciate all the tips you gave, you know, the software that you gave out, the free software. Yeah. Um, I'm not familiar with any of them, but if, if I do ever want to jump, my cousin is actually into art. You know, check him out, Gomo Arts. I think that's his um, Instagram page. He draws a lot of um, cool things, but he's been trying to get into animation. So I'm, he was excited to listen to this one. So I'm sure he's going to be yeah. taking notes. Um, oh, yeah. Is there anything else you would want to touch on? Like, I know you're working on certain projects where people can find you yeah. or anything else in general about the field. Um, it, uh, it's, it is a business, but you know what? There's a lot that it has to offer, uh, as far as its disciplines and it's, there's a lot of shoes to fill. So there's, there's a lot of positions. You don't have to be just an animator. You can be a guy who models things, who creates like the environment and the set pieces and all that stuff. Um, you can be the guy who who's who just does lighting. But with the best place to find you, artstation.com forward slash Tyler underscore Gutierrez. You'll find just about everything I've ever did on Artstation. On uh, yeah, you'll see everything I did on Artstation. I like to keep everything there. Some, a lot of times I update some stuff on Instagram. I do like work in progresses, and yeah, that's where you'll find me. Yeah, man. I mean, my, I remember from high school, all those four years, you always very hard worker, right? Very creative. Even back, even though I didn't know you were doing animation, you're very creative, very funny. Um, and I don't mean this as like an insult in any way, but like whenever I saw you, it felt like I was in a cartoon. <laughs> like I felt like I was in a larger than life kind of situation. Cause you always doing something funny, like doing some like 
martial arts moves on me or something. I'm like, what's going on here, man? I don't know what was going on with me in high school, but (laughs) I'm glad it happened. Yeah, and that was a lot of fun, man. You made a lot of people's day. Um, But I really appreciate you for coming on. And so something we like to do when we end is just a random trivia question. Okay, So you're not expected to know. It's fine if you don't. I think one person so far has gotten that trivia question right. Okay. So um, I'll ask you it. You have like 30 seconds to answer. It's cool if you get it wrong. It's, you know, no pressure. All right, there's a lot. You ready? All right. So I kind of touched on this earlier. Uh, I didn't mean to kind of give it away a little bit, but uh, as I mentioned, I was looking into the Pixar-Disney merger, their acquisition. So Mm. in May of 2006, Pixar and Disney merged. So this was known as one of the most successful mergers of all time. Now, the way Disney did it was purchasing stock of Pixar. But if we convert that to a monetary value, how much did Disney pay to acquire Pixar Studios? Dude, in two thousand and six. In two thousand and six, I would say, I would say it's somewhere in a hundred million. Really? All right, so you might be surprised. In two thousand six, <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't so, know. so I know they merged though. Like that was a big thing. They, I, I, didn't, I didn't care about like. No, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, the actual value that they purchased it for was $7.4 billion oh. in stock, which is oh, insane. That's my second guess. <laughs> yeah, $100 <laughs> million to $7.4 But um, nah, man, I had a lot of fun. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up a little bit after this as well. It's really good to see you. You're doing well. You're looking healthy throughout Thanks, all this. Um, you're killing it. I'm going to link Tyler's um, Instagram, his art station, all down below. If you're listening to the audio version, you will see it kind of in the bio of the podcast. But if you're on the YouTube page, you'll see it right there in the description. This guy is going to do crazy things. I already know he's a hard worker. Um, he's killing it. And thank you again, Tyler. I had a lot of fun, man. Really appreciate you for coming on, bro. No problem. I just have one more thing. I just want to do an overview. Do a quick overview. Yeah, sure. Anybody interested in this industry? It's not what you expect, but you got to have a love for it. Uh, don't burn any bridges. Be as compassionate as you possibly can. Um, and work hard, dude. Work hard at the craft. Seriously. Yeah.